Okay, and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Happy Comic Book Day. <laughs> Happy Comic Book Day to you and to everyone listening and watching along today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please hit that comment section like you just added a quantum band to your Cree. Whoa, Word. Today, we are talking Marvel Moose <laughs> Drop, aptly titled The Marvels. We're talking about the hottest book on the stands, World Tree, and John's going to do his absolute best to try to sell me your favorite producer. He's going to try to get some ducats for his sequel to, of all movies, They Live? They Live Some More, They Live Again. John, let's begin at the beginning. Don't, 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 don't steal my hashtags <laughs> for sequels and franchises. Or both. Motherfucker's always in my pocket. I'm sick of it. That's true. I'm also going to start telling people that I discovered World Tree. John, dive into what Bro. the fuck is a World Tree and why is it spelled so fun? So, I think I have made it clear here already. If I have not done so, if for whatever reason you weren't paying attention properly, I'm going to lay it out for you and this sucker right here one more time. The way I like to mm, ingest my comic book goodness uh, is a very specific methodology. In the right? bathtub. In the bathtub, with, oh, just the bubbles <laughs> up to my little chinny chin. Mm-mm-mm. Little Ritz cracker, some hot tea. Goes down so smooth. But also as well as, I like to wrap my mitts around comics first, digitally. Ooh. Uh, I find the transportation, I can read them on the go while I'm going here or there or wherever I might find myself. I don't have to worry about having... Um, you know, having with me uh, the books, not like you get the paperback edition so you can take it to the beach during the summer vacation. No, 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 no. I get my stuff digitally so I have it at hand. Um, little something if this motherfucker wants I, to wake I up like for a minute. It doesn't, I like that it doesn't run the risk of like ruining it. I read like single issues, yeah. so obscenely delicate, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a half monster. Like, I, I basically have pause. So the likelihood of me fucking up a book I'm reading is like pretty high. Yeah, no, you're 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 a uh, no offense. Uh, damn it, uh, some offense. A, I'm just a pre a, I'm pre offended. A pudgy fingered <laughs> crinkle monster. Charlie's like, yep. Just immediately, I, I immediately. The guy just you did me. I did take offense because the boy just did me a favor, and Ellis is already getting. This is the problem with being live on Facebook. Already, he's getting under my skin because he knows I hate when people <laughs> illegally steal comics. He knows I hate it. How do you I know he knows. Did you pay money and then you just take them That's and you thing. act like it's theft? Because then it's up to the uh, owner of the store to do the right thing and say so like the responsibility is on Correct. you. Correct. And of course, we know Ellis, who's an artist. Uh, he he, of course, is kidding. But I do think it's very important. We talk about these digital funny books that we read. Yeah. Uh, we are obviously paying sometimes, well, multiple times, because sometimes you'll buy it digitally, then you'll buy the collection digitally, because that's yeah. somehow different. You'll buy the single issues sometimes. Well, you never really do single issues. 
tr your trades, well, my, your hardcovers, your omnibuys. As often, incorrect. <laughs> I do buy digital. I do buy single issues, but I do them digitally. And then once I know, you know what? I like this series. I'm all about it. I absolutely want to support. I can't wait till they come out with a collected edition. That's how I roll, ladies and boys. So the Imagine second... just listening to the show. They can't see this fucking prop work that you... Well, if you cut the shit up for a second, I'll go ahead and tell them. So what I do, once again, I digitally buy the comic the first time out of the box. I get myself all good and invested. And ooh, 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 I cannot wait for the next issue to come out. The moment, though, especially if a comic is holding its own, uh, if it's a new, uh, if it's a new comic, if it's new to the fucking platform, if it's an author that I'm particularly into, if the illustration is out of this world, I know for a fact I'm going to own it on paper as well as digitally. And we are at that point now with World Tree. The digital, it awesome, it's awesome. Fucking volume read it, one is Read incredible. it on the toilet. You can do what you got to do. Read it at work. Read it on the beach. Uh, it's the middle of the winter now, so you probably wouldn't do that. The glare is also a problem. Um, just, meh. <laughs> Find a nice palm tree. Get yourself underneath. Um, but that all being said, I introduced this ingrate <laughs> to World Tree. Uh, and for those of you 24 hours ago. Playing, uh, playing at home, uh, World Tree is funny enough. I'm going to hold it up. Regardless, Would you like me? I for those prop we good. You wish. Fair enough. Uh, World Tree for those playing at home, spelled uh, W zero R L D T R three three. Um, guys, just an absolutely awesome, awesome comic. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do some credits here. So this is indeed written by a tremendous. A uh, tremendous author whose name escapes me, and I can't Isn't find it here. Uh, mayhaps, mayhaps. Um, you know what? No, but on the back, you got all kinds of accolades coming from people that I already love and respect. I'll dig like, it up. Like, it's quicker. You can find Robert Kirkman being like, oh, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, quicker exactly. than you can I'm the like, writer. Oh, my man. Because Snyder uh, on the front cover is like, this is exactly what a comic book should be. Yeah. Kirkman wrote literally Brian, a whole issue worth Brian of words. Brian Vaughn. Holy shit. Um, yeah. um, Kieran Gillen. It's it's just out of this freaking world. Um, rated M for Mature. Oh. That they... Made sure to publish B for movies. So, so really quick, Charlie. <laughs> Just saying hi to the Christophers. We got Chris and uh, other Chris. No shave November. You're getting called out. You're trying to. You're trying to tell them about Listen, World Tree, and they're mad. Your mustache is gone. Christopher, with all with all due respect, my man, I put in more time <laughs> under the mustache than about anybody who is watching or listening to the show. So, uh, with all due respect. I'm gonna go ahead and sit this Movember out. But Charlie, as a cat who's coming late to the game, yeah. uh, with specifically World Tree, as I dig up the credits, uh, first impressions. Uh, the uh, okay. So my plan was to read the equivalent of one uh, issue because I felt like that would be enough really? to have the conversation. Well, I've had a pretty busy day. You handed it to me last night, and I was like, I'll read an issue tonight. I don't know what my workday is gonna be like. Mm -hmm. John, this, I, is, this is what the non-believers say. I just elected to not go to bed because I couldn't. I literally fell asleep three uh, issue, like issues worth in. Mm. And this morning I woke up early and I was like, well, back to the world. Uh, my first impression is the 
best Matrix sequel uh, I've ever read. Like the vibe it gives me, you can kind of see some of its influences without being at all a copycat. This is like a, a very unique unto itself. Sure, sure. You can tell what Japanese films inspired it, what horror films inspired it. You can tell what uh, American movies inspired it. You can tell what books inspired it. And it's so uniquely assembled of those familiar parts. Mm-hmm. For someone like me, it's the most accessible because I'm able to dive right in. That first issue is literally 22 pages of fucking question marks. But you're there for the fucking ride sure, from sure. second one. And if that wasn't enough... I, I think I know why you were off. Well, yeah, a little... little uh, Panel two, booby boogaloo. But Charles booby, like, yeah, like beep, beep, beep. Um, But sincerely, if it wasn't the words, if it wasn't the story, if it wasn't the world that they so beautifully craft mm-hmm. in those first 22 pages, the book is stunning. It is gorgeous. It's, it's another one of those books that almost every single panel, if not every single panel, can be blown up to poster size and hung on your wall. Yeah. And if that's not enough, John, I think it's also one of those, like, you're desperate to find out what happens on the next page. Sure. And this is almost, it's my favorite thing. It's the 12-square format for most of the entire first mm. volume, where it's three panels, three panels, three panels, three panels. Almost like, um, I don't know, like a computer fucking uh, chip. <laughs> the, the amount of... The amount of talent that clearly shows up in this book mm. is it, it just instantly almost becomes undeniable. You know what's interesting to me is that um and I'm learning shit about this kid like every day, <laughs> even at this point. So so Charlie, infamously, some would say, was a making of watcher. Right? Charlie would buy these fucking CD uh DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, for like two dollars, and nobody wanted it. Yeah. They had a billion of, um, and he's like, I, I, I spent two bucks. I'm gonna watch this whole shit. So he would watch like the 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 making of and the this and the other, and um, I think it gave you a real insight into kind of like the movie making process and what it entailed and what it looked like behind the scenes and blah 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 blah. But also as well as you are very invested in funny books. So when you read a comic, you don't read a comic like most normal human yeah. beings do. Charles like, hmm, the way that this was crafted, it was probably drafted originally in HB pencil throw. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? Just did you like the story? But I know that he did. I'm just saying that not everybody necessarily is gonna read yeah. um these stories the same way. Now, granted, you might look at it and say, Oh, well, this was influenced by X, Y, and Z. Um, and the Matrix connection, uh, I I kind of like thought that you were gonna uh want to make it first my first one was like oh shit tanky girl 100 right because 100%. this is for anyone again who who, who doesn't because of the boobs them. i get it uh anyone who <laughs> does not uh, i'm at the tanks racing on the street um no no if, if you don't want to uh read the the synopsis of the series and i would highly recommend doing that because issue one like charlie said it fucking it leaves us with crazy questions but itching like you know like um uh, like an addict i just want i just want more just i just want more that's why the collected editions are so good because when you have that feeling sargento in the house what's up sarge just knocking down zombies like they stole money from them um the collected editions are outstanding because when you have that feeling at the end of issue one whoop, and just swipe right yeah. to the next page and then here you are in issue two 
And this first collected edition, Volume 1, it collects, I believe, the first six issues. It did feel like six. Six, but... five or six, with and one is sitting out there. Um, you can already you can already binge it. Basically, this is the equivalent. Oh, look at the thickness. That's what she Season said. Season one. Look at the thickness. Um, you can binge a dope comic. Is that fifteen or twenty? The collection. Dollar. This to me, yeah. This to me is an instant buy. Uh, in the black, man. Uh, ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. What a value. I'm literally gonna buy my own. But I was looking for the name James Tinian. Uh, the fourth, not the third, not the fifth. Brian K. Vaughn's review was, "Dear God, James." <laughs> so, 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 and and, and uh, you know what, Charlie? Maybe even show some of the artwork. Yeah. This is why, if you're listening to this to the show a week from now, consider if it's an option, consider checking out the visuals of the show as we record live. You can kind of jump in a uh, convo and kind of spit at us and ask us questions and make fun of our shirts. Um, Hold a close, hold a close. But that all being said, hold me closer. Um, this is one of those comics, and this was my prevailing thought: was the fucking balls on this guy, just on the writer. Now, now, tell Nuts me if out. you agree with this. This content, the story that this motherfucker chooses to delve into, brand new story, brand new characters, nothing necessarily that Image has tackled before even with something like saga this is this is this is saga level boobage which means something if you read your comics um my thought was this charlie this exact story if it came down from god yeah and you buried it like with some golden tablets under a fucking tree in the field and you're like oh what a dope story let me go and retell it to the world yeah someone a writer who has a lesser not just talent, because talent is cheap. Lesser experience level, oh. along with talent, uh, as my man fucking James Tyrion, 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 whatever the fuck you it's know. It's however we pronounce it. We're making this guy valid, valid. <laughs> um, this story in lesser hands would be like the fuck is this? It would be. It would not have engaged you. I know, and and this is damn near sacrilege doesn't matter what the art is at that point well you, doesn't matter just because you mentioned it yesterday i forget the name of it what was that robot movie that just came out it's like now on stream it's now like for rent little robot it's a wolf and cub story you literally said you saw it with someone who wasn't me and i got super offended arrival pelican brief i don't know um you hate when i do this but i thought you'd have it on the tip of your tongue don't you have don't. a very good memory normally? I don't at all. No idea. There was a movie about. that came out recently. Uh -huh. It looked incredible visually, okay. and the second trailer I saw, I was like, "Oh, this looks pretty stupid." So I never saw it. Nick Antonasio from Facebook dropping oh, in. Oh, snappy, nappy. What's up, Robots Nick? are us. Robots are full us. access to the internet, not on a show at all. Just a couple of puppies and a hot fiance. Motherfucker could have looked it up, and no, robots are up. Nick. Huh? Watching you. But it is, like you said, it's a story, especially in funny book form, mm -hmm. is always going to be the Wait, biggest what's driving... what's the point about the robot it's book? It's going to a be... robot movie. It looked good, but the story sucked. Oh, which, which I see, comics, I see, I see, I see, I see. You would think that the visual could carry you through, but I think it's actually less true. I will clod through, I will go through a book mm -hmm. that's written amazing with art I hate. Yeah quicker than i will a terrible story with art i love well it's it's look i 
we're we're, we're living in an age the where... creator ellis is back on my good list the movie was called the creator the creator what the fuck is that that robot movie are you shitting me no the creator yeah so the fucking robots they had little like hollow ears definitely did not have that conversation we with spoke you. about it last night no you're wrong you're wrong so you didn't see it without 100 i know i've never seen that at all <laughs> um but that all being said um yeah no that's that's exactly my point is that if something visually looks good but it's hollow that there's no nutritional yeah. value it's a fucking donut and donuts might be fine every once in a while, but I'm not, I'm not having it for Thanksgiving maybe, dinner. Maybe maybe one issue you can trick me with good art, bad story. But I get mm-hmm. to that second fucking story. I like that you're looking at the cast list. Look at like a poster. Oh, just put in the creator of fucking Google. Do an image. I didn't pull up the fucking cast you list. You and I are fighting. You're I a, know you're the a, robot movie. You're in a sassy mood you're tonight. You're just wrong. So as long as how I'm am wrong, I wrong? You're like, oh, uh, then, I, then I'm sassy. Anyways, we didn't have that conversation, guys. Trust me. We had this conversation. I would, I would, I would well, you need to. <laughs> but, but that all being said, I, I, I will. I, I will ask you this because when I'm talking about the balls uh-huh. on a writer of a certain, uh, um, on a certain like achievement level, like this is like a boss level fucking writing, <laughs> guys. What I'm talking about, and no spoilers, but like you open up the first few fucking pages, and there's like columbine level you know child murders happen and uh, um fucking bloodiness and also the connectivity that was the one thing that i really like it's almost written like a like you would watch a movie right if they something a hundred percent something happens and they they drop on uh u.s comics and fucking say hey what are these dum-dums yeah. talking about let's steal it uh and they adapt they adapt world tree immediately uh, and it's available to go watch in theaters. You don't have to go to the fucking uh, <laughs> to the undernet and to go watch that shit illegally and drive everybody crazy. You're gonna get that reference that's, that's right after you read that's it. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> I would be, I'd be fighting mad if they didn't just one for one adapt it. This is one of oh those. Oh my god, this that would is be also brutal. If I can go one step further, you may. This is actually when people are like, they made Deadpool PG thirteen. Sorry, Internet. You can make Deadpool. Deadpool's been in cartoons. You can't make World Tree for less than an R. You well, cannot. So if I saw a trailer for World Tree, yeah. and then at the end, they were like, PG-13, I am sure. rioting. Sure, but also I am as rioting. well as Marvel Comics, straight up Marvel Comics, <laughs> are PG-13. Yeah, let's not, No I'll, one writes child murder I'll, stories. Oh, huh, boy. Yep. Uh, What's yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to. No, because not everybody gave me energy. So. <laughs> These are our pre-show notes. <laughs> Come to me. Alex on Facebook. <laughs> no one writes child murder stories better than honest George Lucas. <laughs> Your stats level but is just right. I'm tonight. just right. I just can't help it. <laughs> it's not my fault. You're always right. Your modest level might be a little low. Look. The truth of the matter is, as we fucking just talking shit already at minute twenty of the show, and a hundred percent wasn't a minute forty. Wasn't not the creator, but I I will figure what out. What movie did you see I, without me? I am remembering the conversation of you saw this, and uh, <laughs> wait, I'm so is that an admission of wrongitude? Nope, it's an it's an admission of <laughs> miscommunication. So, I I kind of remember one thing, that, but, but the big this focal is why we're single. Point, we're single, guys. The, the big focal point <laughs> is 
um, it, that it wasn't that movie the creator, regardless. Except it was though, it, because if we're having if we're missing, I've never seen the creator, so automatically that defers the point. But I was last night talking about the creator, so when no, you, you're wrong. I most assuredly, Charlie. Was. What are you talking how about? How could possibly the confusion be like? Um, oh, I saw that in a movie theater without you. No, that conversation didn't happen. Or what? I didn't like, remember the. What, I didn't, bullshit. What's no, more I didn't likely? Remember the name, of the creator. What's more I likely? It a fucking robot movie. Fine. Or maybe that's a different movie than what you're thinking about. It's not what, though. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. You can't just fucking override I me. I most assuredly. Oh my can. god. Charlie's hitting the reset button like we're fucking level four. I'm you just it. wait till I edit the audio version. <laughs> you like know oh. all this gig. Gotta... Ow! Ow! Bite, Charlie. <laughs> Be right about that. So huh. again, though, a little bit fuck off. It's just easier to cut out. So what's more likely? Yeah. What's more likely that a movie that we came across is a movie that I saw in theaters without you, uh-huh. or that a fictional conversation about a movie that no, I we, well, I, let me finish, <laughs> or a fictional conversation, <laughs> or a fictional conversation uh-huh. about a movie that I actually haven't seen. I then say to you, I saw that movie in theaters without you. What is, can I point counterpoint? What I'm saying is, what happened was, since I didn't know the name of the movie, you thought I was talking about a different movie. Or we came across the movie on television. But we didn't, because what fucking made me think of it wasn't coming across. If I saw it, I would know the title. What made you think of it? We were talking about fucking movies. No, you're lying. I'm a liar. No, you're lying to these good no, because in preparation He's for liar. the next fucking scene. He's lying. No, we were talking about how I don't watch no. trailers. We're going to pause the show I right here. I don't watch trailers. I'm going right. It was trailers. That I was... fucking know. But what about the fucking creator That's the first trailer. trailer wasn't enough this to is, get me to... No... Wait, shut this up. This is what people shut do. Your shut when your mouth. No, they're wrong. Shut your mouth. They amp up the volume. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm back in, baby. Why is John on Earth? Because the is that I am not yelling by fears. So clearly, I must be in the right. John, my trailer rule we were discussing, and I watched. Tra- Don't do it. Don't look at boobs. Don't look at boobs in the book. Oh, he's looking at murder boobs. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna make sure to chime in next week. This is the last episode. What's the actual this movie? is the last this episode. I, talking I about. am never doing this shit again with you. We're moving. <laughs> that all being three days. If you have not checked out thus far, it was Bicentennial Man, by the way. That was the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this kid so much. It's not even funny. If you have not checked out World Trees, Charlie, or the creator, or the creator, John's or favorite movie, man. Um, if you haven't checked it out thus far, if you haven't jumped on board digitally, first and first, mostly, I'm shocked. I was legitimately shocked that you hadn't read even a handful of issues. Uh, oh, I discussed this point. too. The reason, one of the many reasons this podcast I think is so vital to the nerd community is because I don't have a physical comic shop anymore. Mm. My shit just comes to me. So it's like, I don't, I'm not able to have these conversations. I'm not even able to fucking look through a wall. All the comic book stores I meet closed. That's pretty whack. I know. It's pretty whack. But that's why I hadn't heard about it. I don't go on like the fucking comic book dirt sheets. I gotcha. Well, that's why you need me. So don't kill me in my sleep. Um, like I said, uh, if you, you have not, I kill you while you uh, were awake. If you haven't jumped on board already, you have a fantastic opportunity now with the first 
collected edition. And like Charlie said, you can buy the first collected edition digitally also, which is kind of weird, but I'm not going to judge. I got to be honest. It makes me uncomfortable that you own it digitally. Once you guys read it, you'll know why. Got to go offline. offline. Well, that's the nice thing. Once you download it, it's yours. You can turn off that Wi-Fi and, uh, <laughs> and just keep it as dark as you want to be. But um, definitely check it out. It is highly recommended by both of us. I love it. And uh, obviously, if you pay attention at about minute 13, 14, we don't always agree. So let's go ahead and dispel. That criticism can fuck my balls. He going to yell at you. You better not fucking come with that bullshit. Um, but definitely, definitely a fucking dynamite. That was my friendly yelling, too. <laughs> the dynamite entry. Um, check it out digitally, single issue by issue. Check it, check it out as a collection. Uh, paperly and fuck them trees. Fuck those uh, if trees. anybody tells you tells you that this is not a dope, the dopest sci-fi, uh, fucking horror, fucking futuristic, nihilistic, dopest ass illustration, best fucking and the dialogue. I am. Like, a I already fucker. quoted it. I literally had to put up a story where I was like, and crackety, crackety, crackety. I am a sucker for good dialogue. Unlike Charlie, if like he he won't go along if it's. Just good art, bad story. If it's good art, bad story. If it's bad art, bad story. But the dialogue is like, teehee. I'm fucking in all the way because I love that shit. That's your cure-all? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a big titties. You're like, I can't lock the dust. The big titties of comics for me is dialogue. And anyone who knows your Tinder, you love big and, titties. And, um, and, and dialogue, quite frankly, is the hardest thing to write, even if you have a great idea. Yeah. Um, but look, if anybody tells you this is not a dope comedy and worth owning in any capacity... They are one thing and one thing only, and that is a murderous fucking naked bitch. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> they are a goddamn liar, just like George Toy Boy Lucas. Sorry, Ellis. Why, Charlie? Because... Hostoppers. Wait. What manner of poison... Are you looking to have me imbibe today? It's crystal skull vodka and citrus flavor. Actually smells pretty good. Not like that toilet <laughs> bottom of the trash can fucking liquid you made me drink. It was the week. same mixer as last time. So Thank you. My God, mine's so full. Oh, that's not bad. I like that one. That was not good. Bad. Could have been a little chilled. Vodka's a little bit, vodka's a little bit easier. Can I say that face again? Oh, that's a good face. If you're not watching the video version, you really are missing some of the best uh, expressions. Just go ever. ahead and picture it. Just picture a mustache less John just making a ooh face. <laughs> some oh, of the people that listen to that think about that face a lot. You're welcome. A lot. John. Charlie. There's, we've discussed. The, the, I, I love I, I love boobs. Sit amongst yourself. Yeah, we, I love. We've well established that this episode. I love movies i love comic books i love hanging out with my brother i love getting the biggest popcorn you can legally purchase in the east coast and pouring some of it into a lid and give it to you and then fucking hoarding all the rest <laughs> john we saw the marvels oh the marvel which is being talked about like this moment in time that changes everything uh, where I think that may be overblown, but before we get into the Marvels, I want to discuss a couple things, John. Uh, for this segment, I don't want to talk about uh, just the context of money. 
Money's unimportant to me. Money, 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 I don't want to talk about go woke, go broke out context of the story itself what i want to talk about is how dare they do this to my precious sweet angel that is brie larson john i said it in the car ride home what a nothing sandwich before i kick it to you for your opinion something that has been haunting me i have unlike the movie thing with the creator I have been wrong on this podcast a couple of times. John, I have said for weeks now that I don't believe that there's superhero fatigue. Mm. I'm wrong. The superhero movie fatigue that the world is sensing is for shit that's superhero movies only. What I mean by that is Captain America and the Winter Soldier is a spy espionage thriller in a superhero world. Endgame was the final chapter of this multi-layered fucking epic. This this fucking mythical quest. The Marvels in the the biggest sin of the Marvels to me is that all it can be identified is as a superhero movie and that is as uninspired as it sounds. Let's dive into it. Well, hold on a second if if I may just You may. Okay. So, first and first mostly um it's likely anyone who is listening or watching this uh podcast didn't see- <laughs> didn't see the marvels so um and i'm not going to talk about similar to charlie's mandate um i don't care what the movie made you've always been good at that i i really don't care in the same vein as I don't care what a baseball player on my team makes, what the contract looks like per se. All I really care about at the end of the day is results, right? Yeah. Um, in in a baseball sense, are are you a winner? In the movie sense, did you entertain? Yeah. Did you take beloved characters many, many, many situations? Sometimes not so much. Sometimes it's photon. Um, but if it's a <laughs> beloved character did you do right by them yeah did you hand me something that i was like mm, best way i could put it i can't wait to see that again yeah i sat in the marvels and my prevailing thought was i can't wait till this is over your body language respectfully because this isn't your fault this wasn't like a side effect of anything this wasn't this says nothing about you <laughs> your body language in- burp? Burp delicious something? Your body language in real time bummed me out because when I'm with someone at a movie, yeah. my only hope is maybe they're enjoying it. If I go see episode one with Ellis, right. I know he'll be in fucking full gear, yeah. lightsabers ablaze, Colt he will 45 be, in his hand. He will be rocking a cape better than most men should. I would just be like, I can't wait for this piece of shit to be, a, but I can enjoy him enjoying it. Even the. I would pop for that. I'm not, I'm human. John, what? That was the right note, by the way. I just want to jump, like, the, the one of the things I want to talk about first and first mostly. Is just, that it was a bad movie? No, even before that. And there was no fucking shiny chance in hell that this movie can be one-to-one. And again, this isn't talking about money, I swear. Yeah. This, this isn't, it's unfair to say 
Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. So this sequel to Captain Marvel, the billion dollar movie that was sandwiched between Infinity uh, War and Endgame, why didn't it make... It's going to fucking make a billion dollars. It wasn't going to. Now, John, let me ask you this, though, because this is pertinent. If you have a movie... Yeah. Let's say Star Wars. Star Wars used to just be called Star Wars, right? You educated me on this. Before it was A New Hope, when they advertised the first oh, Star Wars, when, they were like, when, this is Star Wars, bitch. The opening crawl 19, said Star Wars. 1977. Yeah. The movie was Star Wars. And then they went like, Haha, Star Wars, New Hope. Well, 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 well no, it doesn't. It's, only afterwards. Sure. Just to get the history right. Sure, yes, please. Only afterwards because the scroll yeah. really was there since day one. Yeah. So you knew, you're like, oh shit, there's... And also they do it, this is in the middle. They do it in the they they do yeah. it in the dialogue. Fucking Obi Wan's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. This is episode four. No, you're, oh yeah, I I fucking I threw down with your father in the Clone Wars. Yeah, Luke Luke should have stopped drinking. He's like, can I ask you? Pardon, one more time. Again, what the fuck is the Clone Wars? Can I ask you? I thought this was Star Wars. So, so wait wait, this actually fits me perfectly. Yes. Say that sentence again. Nice. What the fuck are the Clone? Flavor. What the fuck are the Clone what Wars? What the fuck is the Clone Wars? I thought this was Star Wars. John, if they released the second Star Wars movie and it was called not Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, if it was just called The Empire Strikes Back, which it was, some, they didn't have the Star Wars? No, it's just Empire Strikes Back. Oh shit, really? It undoes my purpose a bit. Um, Captain Marvel, as much as I happen to enjoy it, was no Star Wars. When you do a follow up to a billion dollar movie, she did fight that down. When you. When you, stars. when you, she has more, more appropriately titled. John, you following up a billion dollar movie yeah. with not billion dollar movie name two, dot dot, whatever. The, this is a fucking Captain Marvel movie that they just called the Marvels and put two other chicks that some people have never fucking acknowledged before. Right out the not, gate. Not adults. Every fucking decision that they seemingly made these people at Disney got so fat and lazy from the billions of dollars they collected, they don't even know how to advertise a film anymore. They, they, Did they, you see any trailers don't. for this fucking abortion? Were they all fucking well, I, boring? I don't. Was it just the musical number in the fucking second act? No. What um, the fuck are they doing? And and that all being said, because I, I know I know we're we're kind of uh, hopscotching around the world. Well, it's the Charlie. That's segment. not because it's female topic, racists and sexists. <laughs> both of them. There you both. You know it. Yeah, some of them are um, brown. Let me let me first say this, because I do not want my negative feelings for this movie to uh, um, come across as anything but what they are, which is I feel negatively towards this comic book movie that, to a certain degree, I was looking forward to. Say over. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. John John no likey. <laughs> um my my uh, uh less than 100 word review um <laughs> so so the problem is and I've seen some of this blowback. Yeah. The fact of um Charlie was talking about this is like a moment in time type movie um like there was a moment in Avengers in Endgame where we had, I, I'm, top of my head, I want to say seven, eight, nine female heroes on the screen at the same time. And I sat back and thought, I see what they did there. 
That's pretty fucking cool. And that's a penis talking. Yeah. Like, if I had a uterus, I'd be like, oh, shit, oh, my that God. That would be it the It would be that of... gift. Like, oh, that crazy, like, going crazy yeah. gift. That would be amazing. Now, this movie, what I believe the the unwritten marketing pitch was, like, yo, that, mo- that moment that people, like, Times people, many. Like, but the movie version of that moment in Avengers, and if that was your goal, your failure was of epic, galactic proportions. Do you know why that moment worked? The all-female hero lineup, a moment in Avengers. Tell me why. Because it happened in a fucking (laughs) well-written movie with a good plot. Charlie, the movie, regardless if it was male heroes, female heroes, transgender heroes, raccoon heroes, whatever the fuck. Rock it up in heaven. Charlie, and viewers and listeners, <laughs> it was a convoluted, nonsensical plot that even when they gave you an iota of a reason to care about what was happening on screen, they glossed over it so quickly yeah. and moved on to some nonsensical bullshit that it almost... It almost erased the point that they just made. They, they for like five seconds, you knew why why she had an issue with uh, with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like she had an issue with her. What are you talking about? Like they introduced an issue and then solved it they two just, seconds later. And it was solved with less than a sentence. Oh, now now I'm on record. All of those women were the most reasonable oh my god like they they wrote and rewrote they were so concerned about someone being like what an irrational woman that their rationality was that person you that was me the the (laughs) the levels at which everything is resolved so just just some some key points that bug the shit out of me because they did nothing with it so you have the biggest captain marvel fangirl on earth you? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Kamala. Yes. She named herself Ms. Marvel because she loves this bitch so much. Right. So you have a fangirl with her hero. And guess what, John? That fangirl has powers and now is going to go on a fucking journey with the hero of heroes. John, I've been, I've had better interactions with Kevin Smith. We've gone on larger adventures than these two <laughs> fucking space women. In all fairness, it wasn't New Jersey. That's true. John, they did nothing with that. There's two scenes where Carol's kind of short with her. Who the fuck would be nasty to their biggest fan? The physical embodiment of the little girl she left on Earth that became Photon. She, in essence, gets the Indian version with fucking crystal stretchy powers. They no. do nothing with that. John, nothing. The only time in that movie, according to you, that you smiled and had a moment of happiness was about a 45-second montage that I would agree with you is the only time that movie that has a genuine good time. There's also a musical number. But may I really quickly before you move on? Because you're going to look quickly. Of course. That's what you're here for. So let me do that. What was the point of that montage? Them figuring out how to use their powers in Oh, so it has a story. <laughs> yeah. A fucking very clear story, a goal that they're looking to accomplish 
by showing you what they showed you. Yeah. So anyone who saw even a commercial, much less a trailer, knows that this movie was fundamentally wrapped around the idea that these three uh, heroes, for one reason or another, the fact that it's an anomalous wormhole that is not really that well described or or explained regardless, but these three, when when they use their light fucking powers, they swap spaces. Wherever they happen to be, whatever planet, whatever part of the universe they happen to be at the moment, whoop, they swap. That's a conundrum. Yeah. That's 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 oh nerds. That that will change whatever plans you had penciled in on the calendar. Also, for that day. can I just say the conceit so. of that I really enjoyed. That it wasn't just using your powers, using your power at the same time. That's that's a Actually, fun that's a fun little action. Forget about fun. You know why that was fundamentally <laughs> was fundamentally required for storytelling. Because other than the nonsense happenings <laughs> of Secret Invasion, Captain Marvel is the most fucking powerful entity in the Marvel universe. So she's like stole my soul. <laughs> what was that hand just <laughs> so if you are going to have a Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. Which just wasn't. What this was a, the Marvel one. was not. It, but if you were going to have a Captain Marvel 2, what the fuck are you going to throw at her? Yeah. What could you possibly throw at someone who fucking flies through Kree battleships the way I dive through bubbles in my belly tubby later? Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait. Comic books. Oh, I got a strawberry bath bomb. <laughs> My you, comics. Know, you know what? And I don't want to. So you. Yeah. My point is this: you had to figure out a way to not depower Captain Marvel, but to create a situation where she couldn't go full Captain Marvel. You never go full Captain <laughs> Marvel. Never. Well. So so that was fundamentally an important part of the yeah. story. Yeah. So that it made perfect fucking sense when you think Talking of it that. in storytelling well I'm, so bravo for that that, yeah, that for was that, nine that was inspired Can, you had to do that for my girl you know what though yeah, i had her midriff i had a bit oh baby she looked good i didn't like the movie but i loved looking at her mute i'm gonna play it on mute next time uh john i oh, have three copies like no, <laughs> um there is just just thinking about the captain marvel of it all right you need to like up the stakes like what if she like Took on a villain, and because of it, but, a whole plot. Well, you just can't get, up the stakes imagine, anymore. No, but I think you can. Like, imagine if in this movie yeah. they had it where, like, Captain Marvel trying to do something good takes out like a big bad, like someone who could be argued like Thanos level in another planet. Um, and because of it, there's like this huge. Just gonna spit all over you. There's this huge. Uh, like civil war that breaks out and it ruins the planet and she then becomes like afraid to go back home because she feels oh that's in the movie that's just breezed over in 10 seconds john the interesting captain marvel sequel happens in the movie but they yada yada it they she ruined the kree world and also as well as john fucking an idiot yeah or did we not root did we not complain <laughs> about Cree hammer pants from guardians when fucking uh borax the destroyer what the fuck was his name that i don't i hate giving you another quiz someone help me out in the chat fuck face with the Cree hammer ronin, ronin, ronin that's what he knows this what did you guy. call him 
he called him Borax the Destructionator, I think. Someone can quote me. John is my hammer. It's nice. <laughs> That's a better movie. John was correct if I'm wrong. Was the Kree hammer not powered by an infinity stone? Am I a fucking moron? Did I make that up? Can someone well, correct me? So the, the all right, so so the 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 nerd class uh is in session. So the Krees have a warrior level. Like a president. Well, like you know how like there's Vikings and you're yeah. like, oh shit, Vikings. But then there's like berserkers. That's exactly what I would say if I saw. I'd be like, oh shit! But in France, we're like, oh, sacre bleu! It's the Vikings. It's Borax, the king of the Vikings. And fucking Borax is like, yeah, I take your stuff. So, so the, the accusers was like a was like a level of Cree ah. warrior, right? So they were stronger even than normal Cree who are super Cree who are. That's a different thing. Um, so so yeah, the accusers was like a was like a level okay. of uh the Cree yeah. warriors. Their captain got a hammer. Now like whether Thor. and so they have hammers the same way that um But they're like magic. So even without an infinity stone, they're cool. Like the, with the Cree advanced technology, they they become stronger. Well and Tom Hiddleston's brother. wife got less of an explanation than that. She got gold between her teeth. Yeah. Which by the way, that's a pretty woman. To fucking be like, well, she has that space between her teeth. Let's fill it in with gold. If I was on set, I would be like, hey, fuck you. What a, what a, what a goofy. Now here's another thing. nothing sandwich. That oh, character's nothing. I know what you, know you what wanted. Is, you know what? The but it was the is, most though? basic shit ever. And also, you didn't care. And also, you, they did you, the spaceballs you, thing. You, you can't introduce a character and then say this is now the greatest threat of all time, and then fucking and then fridge her in the same breath. It's almost as if they didn't have any Cree characters that had been problematic <laughs> uh, or that maybe you had leaned into before. I feel like you're being sarcastic Maybe right they now. were like a legitimate threat at one moment or another. Feel like but if only they got a magical bangle that fucking amplified their powers to the umpteenth level, then that would make someone who was maybe a six-level threat and turn them into a 26? Oh, that would have almost made a better fucking plot. Or that you didn't take an entire series that wasted my fucking time and the immeasurable talents of one Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> and a secret fucking invasion plot that ran for months and months and months in reality and you jammed it into fucking six weeks of bullshit on Disney Plus and wasted it. It's not as if you could have taken your story and put it on the Marvel and the Marvelettes. It's not your fault. It's not your oh, fault, Don't man. do that, man. It's not your don't fault. Don't do that. It's not your fault. Um, terrible. It was terrible. It, it was the most. So now here's the thing, and then we'll get to final thoughts. <laughs> it is not. It is not even close to the worst Marvel movie. No. However, oh. there is something to be said about. All the Ant-Man films are films I don't like. You don't, you don't films, like or you don't... In order... You don't like or, or, or hate. The first one I don't like. Okay. The second one I fucking don't like. The third one can eat a bag of shit. Okay. Thor The Dark World. Yes. And Thor Love and Thunder. Right. Enjoy that. I heard there's extra shit in that bag. <laughs> um, those... You get leftover shits. Those movies to me... Yeah make Fantastic Four look like a movie. 
this is not the worst movie that I've even seen like a glimpse of because I just watched the Madam Web trailer, which is gonna be worse. Venom's worse. However, John, those movies gave me one thing that that the Marvels didn't. I was able to have thoughts beyond a 20-minute segment. The Marvels is so missing a point. I said it once, I'm going to say it again. The nothing sandwich of it all. The complete skippability of the Marvels. Now, the Marvels apparently and secret... Uh, invasion flip-flopped with what was supposed to come out. But both versions of fucking Nick Fury are the worst versions we've ever seen. Just, I remember just, so distinctly when the don't care. when the snap happened and he went to page Captain Marvel and it fell down and we saw her logo. I remember full blood movement in my yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. And I was so like, fuck yeah! Let's fucking go! I think that was on the... Uh, that was... um. Uh, uh, the the Captain Marvel, the that was the Captain America movie post credit, right? That was fucking him, Winter Soldier. I think that was the Winter Soldier post credit. Uh, I could be wrong. The full fucking chub I got from like, yo, we're getting this fucking dope character. I happen to really like Captain Marvel. I love Captain Marvel as a character. Quick I think question. it's so cool. So, quick, quick, what version of Captain Marvel? Lady Captain Marvel is your favorite. Uh, the black like onesie with the two like really the, the high. That's cut, my favorite. Yeah. The high cut unitard. And I, that, you know why though? That's the one that in the X Men comic Rogue fucking zapped. Uh, so when she showed back in cartoon form, the cartoon version showing back up and being like, all the shit you like about fucking Rogue, except I can fucking I can hug a dick. Like <laughs> it was just better fucking Rogue. You saying that you can hug a dick? I mean, if I wanted to, it's America. Right. So, real quick, my, my last though, because this, yeah. this is your topic. Um, <clears throat> this is not a bad movie because, because they're bad characters. No. They're they're good characters. <laughs> take on that. Um, this is not a bad movie because it was a strong, strong female leads... Plural. Nope. nope not cool. true at all. Fun, um, fun time. Matter of fact, give more of that. Yeah. More, more of that. And a lot of times, if something is unsuccessful and nobody goes to see your movie, this is like the WNBA effect, right? And Bill Burr said it best. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie talked about this as being a potential, uh, a potential moment in cinema, right? Female-led team. Not female-led, a female, 100% female yeah. team. All broads all the time. Bosses, and uh, um, then all of a sudden, it didn't matter because nobody went to see it. No one gives the a fuck. The WNBA could be playing the best basketball that has ever been played, but if no one sees it, yeah, it may as well have never happened. Now, that being said, and this is going to be one of those... Someone will come back and, and point I'm to this. scared. So... Black Panther, in addition to being Rest in peace. an excellent, excellent movie, not the best comic book movie I've ever seen. One of though, it was tremendous. Yeah, up there, a tremendous movie. Yeah, granted, the way that they built it. Oh, you introduce him first in other cinematic outings, and now you give the, give the cat a standalone. My goodness, that could almost be like um, a game plan, a blueprint <laughs> to success, right? Um, then, then it say, oh, the Black Panthers. Those guys exist already. Um, <laughs> Much different movie. However, the support 
of that groundswell movement was there. Yeah. Fucking people supported the movie. Where's that support for the Marvel? Well, I would go all if the way back. Not there. I would also, they did not do a good job fucking, like, like getting the army amped up. Nothing in the advertisement. Yeah, but, but that, Charlie, that, that, that could almost be a little bit, um, uh, pandering, which I'm not in support of either. I'm willing to You bet- know why people went to see Black Panther, period? Tell me. It was a good movie. The best, the best. I think it was, a, I think there were some. Look at the reviews. Culture. Look at the reviews for the Marvels mm-hmm. and compare it to the reviews for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Every review basically t- had one thing to talk about. The good reviews said the, the fucking, and it was short. How is the best review that you're going to get say that? And they didn't give us too fucking much of it either. I had a fun that is time. So, oh, this was a delicious dish at the restaurant. Um, Thank goodness they didn't really give me very much. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? That's one of the dumbest points. Leonardo people, asked. People want to blame all these other reasons, yeah. exterior things for a movie not being successful. And that's just not that's just not the case. It's not people didn't like them didn't not like the movie because they're sexist. People yeah. didn't not go to the movies because they they were a fanboy that wanted to see it fair. That's fucking that's kid that's kid talk. Like what do you, that that's bullshit. Nobody believes that. It's not the case whatsoever. So I, stop lying. So Leonardo asked I, uh, I'm gonna ask him on Facebook. We have Leonardo dropping in, but why did they support it? Um, I want to know. And then he had uh, that the strike had an effect on this movie. Now we will never know what difference the tremendous talent. With that being said, John, there's no version of this movie that justifies. And again, I said at the beginning it would be unfair to compare it to a billion dollar making movie that's sandwiched in between two of the greatest superhero uh, comings together's of all time. Um, it, th- there's no way you move the needle from this version of being a number one film. Cause it was the number one film over the weekend, but the bottom line is that means nothing. The there's strike, else. what did it be? The strike, silly, the strike absolutely had an effect. It did not have the sort of effect that would have somehow made the most important thing about what we're talking about right now yeah. is this movie was in our, uh, opinions, it was nothing. It didn't even have the decency, in my opinion, so, to be bad. If if I can just respond to Leonardo, Leonardo, I don't know if you caught the flick, uh, or not, but um, the truth of the matter is that many, many, many people did not, which is I think one of the most telling things about it, because your advertising campaign, whether you show up on Jimmy Kimmel the night before the opening. Um, you know, if you show up to an award ceremony, if if you're seen having dinner at fucking Spago, do those things have a have an effect uh, at the at the box office? Sure, they do. Yeah, but not tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars worth. So even if yeah, maybe maybe it had some effect on the bottom line, but nowhere near making a movie one of the worst performing movies at the box office that Marvel has ever made. It would maybe take something that was going to be in the middle and push it down towards the bottom. The worst, the the worst that it has done. So that that's just, look, that's your target demographic yeah. talking. They're not spending money, and that's how they are giving you your review. So... 
the truth of the matter is it just wasn't a great movie. And if you're asking me to go out and spend my dollar, uh, which we did, uh, go out and spend a fucking dollar on a movie that's not very good just because I support um, you know, what they're quote-unquote trying to do, I mean, that's that's a terrible commercial. That's just a fucking commercial. I mean, again, I think, Leonardo, I think we're agreeing with you, just not to the degree that you think we should. Basically saying that if actors can't promote a movie, a movie can't be successful, just isn't, it's just not right. That 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 literally can't be true. If actors had that much of an effect, the strike would have fucking there, ended there would much never, sooner. There would never have been a strike. Here's my final thought because I don't want to. I don't want to go too much longer because God knows you're about to fill our ears with some glory. Um, the question becomes: When do they lose our dollar? You said something that I cannot unhear. This movie tees up Young Avengers. And you said, "Oh God!" Do you remember it. what you said? <laughs> do you remember what you said? It sounded like that. It sounded like that. Your exact words were, "If they're really going with Young Avengers, and they are. I may tap out." They are, and I am. So, the last movie you didn't go see, to my knowledge, was Morbius. Correct. Well, Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't count though, because that hurt my soul. I I don't think that they lost it after Endgame, Ellis. I think I think the fact of the matter is you have to give us a reason to go back. Now, I would still, as of right now, I'm hanging by a thread, but I would see a Young Avengers picture. What I will tell you I will not see, short of there suddenly being, and this will save for another time, kind of where the line is, John, having sat through another female-led trailer where all the characters except for the villain are are ladies, John, there's no fucking chance in hell I'm going to go see Madam Web. These studios can no longer get Sony's free money. Mess, you cannot get free money from me. So do what you got to do. Let's get back on track. But also as well as, John... Let's pay some bills because All right. we are not brought to you by the Marvel mobile game. Uh, although, like, if you gave us enough money, I probably would turn around on that. Because we're not like other pods who are just going to sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay. No, no. Today we are brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands. And that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them there in the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch our acting, follow them over at Bad Mary Band. Across all social media platforms, you can support them over on patreon.com forward slash badmaryband. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But, John, my favorite part, it's my favorite part week after week because it always stays true. Uh, every single one of their available songs on every streaming option. So, if you have access to music, you have access to Bad Mary, fucking check them out today. Word. And then you got to ask yourself, where are we dropping Aww. with Sergeant Finesse? Find him currently gaming as a partner over on kick.com. Uh, he still spends a little bit of time on Facebook, um, but he's playing the fucking that cop zombie action. He's back into WoW a little bit if that's your cup of tea. Oh, yeah. Um, but he does all kinds of crazy shit. Supporter games, co streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today when the Sarge is on deck. You got a salute. And if you have time left over, go ahead on over to the purple site. That's right. We're talking about Twitch. Check out Jokers underscore. Stream underscore Joker. He's he's 
got his bags packed. He's ready to leave. Uh, ready to leave the Air Force. He's getting that training game on right now. Um, so we wish him the very, very best. Go over and check him out. He's playing. Uh, actually, I call him playing some Spider-Man Two. Nice, a little something different, but he's mostly a Fortnite streamer. Um, just a just a great guy. These are both outstanding streamers. You're not gonna waste your time if you check them out. Hey, John. Yeah. Hit that button for me, peasant. No. Oh. You know what? The... Now I'm not hitting the button. I'll hit. Not unless you ask nice. I'm doing it. Time. Perfect way to see how fucking long I ramble. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Yes? Granted, you might be a producer, you might have the money satchel they in call your hands. Charlie Hollywood. But you're also a punk kid. So Charlie, if I asked you, yes? even as a quote unquote wrestling fan like you are. Yeah. How familiar, how well do you recall a goddamn masterpiece from our boy John Carpenter starring the legend himself, the most famous kilt-wearing son of a bitch that there ever was, uh, Mr. Rowdy Roddy Piper. How well do you remember the classic that is They Live? I'll put it to you this way. Is there a PKE meter in it? Because then I know it pretty well. Goddamn right there are. Uh, there is as well, also as well as. So I am bringing to you and these lucky sum of bitches listening and watching at home the sequel. What? They live that you didn't know you were waiting for. Now, granted, John, I work for Hollywood. I don't think we need to recycle Mr. ideas from and the 80s. Mrs. Oh, wait, we love that? It's, it ain't a reboot, baby. This is a straight sequel now now i know that they have been ellis is goddamn right we are currently living in a they live society um and that, yeah is this the sequel and that holy shit this is so immersive of, just turn around and look behind you it's an immersive <laughs> fucking flick um so they were at one point um very much working on and moving forward with a pair of sequels which were tentatively just kidding the actual titles were they live uh they it was so obviously the original they live then they were coming out with They Laugh and They Love, which is hilarious to me. But for one reason or another, it did not happen. So here comes Johnny. Yes. Here comes John to save the fucking day because this flick needs to happen. Now, granted, we all know, sadly, RIP, we have lost the great Rowdy Roddy Piper. So we're going to have to go ahead and, and he do was some. Great. He was great. He would have been the first one to tell you. One of the <laughs> Welcome to the pit. And he also let you with a coconut. Fucking right. Um, so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to move forward in a little bit of a different direction. But the fact that our man, that our man fucking bit the big one at the very end of They Live, whilst throwing up a finger to the powers that be. Look, we, we're not really going too crazy um, out of the way <clears throat> by effectively replacing him with a new... Yeah, all we did was make the movie less shitty yeah, like we, by acknowledging the end. We just picked up... Boy, we picked cyborg. Up what you fucking were laying down. So, what we're going to do with this, Charlie, uh, we are going to open with a montage of 20... Go ahead and make as much sound as you can. Thank you. 20, 24... 
2024 America in all its various stages, from the towering edifices of the concrete jungle to the rusted tractors of the farmlands, from the waves crashing on the uh, fucking beach dolphins on one coast, <laughs> the waves and stuff, meant, the waves <laughs> lazily washing uh, back and forth over medical waste on the other shore, leaving oh, the viewer with an unmistakable thought, and we're the viewer, that we are living in a great society that is in rapid decline. Just ask Ellis. The angry blaring horn of a New York City yellow cab breaks our trance, and the camera pulls back quickly from what we now realize is a video playing on a cell phone screen. The oh. entire montage was on this cat screen. Our boy George, our not boy George, our buddy George, uh, our, our new male lead, played by Mr. Tom Hardy himself. Hey! Um, he, he realized, oh shit, what the fuck? I just almost got hit by, by a taxi. Um, he's like totally transfixed in what he was watching. It's kind of his thing. Uh, he almost walked right into traffic because he was so involved in this video. Um, he, he, he pulls back, the headphones go flying gets himself together, puts the headphones back in, and we hear the voice of a certain Goliath, you might know him as, David Keith. Oh, shit. Narrating the video. Uh, made a podcast? George makes his way across this busy city intersection. We've begun our movie. Uh, now, in, in my very best bad David Keith voice, I want you to imagine the voiceover. We live in a state of oppression, and nobody seems to care. We live under the thumb of an alien authority and nobody acknowledges it. Our world is dying and nobody blinks an eye. They said we were here to help. They lied. They said that they were leaving. They didn't. They said we could live in peace. We can't. End of video. We hear all this as George is making his way past building security where he works, walks into the elevator, gets to his floor, walks across rows of cubicles, like the Matrix, um, oh, shit. The, which houses drone-like customer service representatives, of which he is one. He gets to his desk, Charlie, and he finds there's a notice taped to his monitor. He's been summoned to Human Resources. Oh, no. He gets to Human Resources, and I'm sure this is a conversation Charlie's had many times. What the fuck? HR's like, bro, what are you doing, man? Your phone time is terrible. You have been warned multiple, multiple times. I don't like times. the down. What's happening? Um, Look, man, this this just cannot continue. You, you All you do is you sit at your desk and you watch these stupid, nonsensical, frankly, bullshit conspiracy theory videos, and you're doing it on our dime. You've been warned. Ah, ah. You've been warned many, many times already. No more warnings. Get your shit. Get out. Oh, he fuck. is fired on the fucking spot Can I say for it? watching conspiracy videos. Do it! You are fat! Which is something that I'm sure Roddy, Roddy Piper heard many, many times. So now my man, no job. He's leaving the building. He's stopped right in the lobby by a suited dude saying, uh, your exit interview still needs to be done, pal. Go back up. We got to go back upstairs. He's taken to a small windowless room and he's questioned at nauseum about the specific videos he's been watching. It's not just that he was checking out this, that, or the other. They want to know about the videos he's been watching. He is mad into this conspiracy. If his mouth gets stuck together, you owe <laughs> two sisters some money. He wants to know about these specific videos that they've been watching. They seem very dubious, very specific, uh, suspicious. Now, like, all right, man, 
Not really sure about you, but get the fuck out of here. Keep your nose clean, kid. You bother. Right? So he's like, okay, so now literally if you touch me again, I'm gonna have security <laughs> on this elevator. Now, um he, he goes to leave now, right? The 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 mystery suited guy gets on the phone. We don't really hear uh what the fuck he's talking about. So our man is kind of uh, uh George is walking down, he's like, I guess I'm gonna go home. Time to check out what's uh what's on the wanted section. Um he goes to use his easy pass to get back on the train and go home. Easy pass doesn't work. Oh. He tries to go and buy a new one. His bank card doesn't work. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you know what? I, I just got to get the fuck out of here. Hops the turnstile. Not recommended. Uh, <laughs> he hops the turnstile and he goes home. Now he gets home. He unlocks his shit. Checks his mail. Amongst his normal bills and junk mail is the new issue of Believers magazine. Just sitting there. It's around, right around the first of the month. Now he's on the crapper. He's leafing through it. He notices there's a free town hall at a local college to his apartment the topic is what they aren't telling us oh shit and it shows the headshot of a very familiar blue alien because again we're going to just uh, step away from this for a second if you remember at the end of they live uh, um nada basically he showed the world look this is what they're not showing us this is what the signs really say these are what these fucking people really look like and uh so that's for you to that's for you to keep <laughs> revenge and, uh, the idea was like well that shit's over. We're going to rise up. We're going to fight the oppressors, right? Wrong. Wrong. God, we really made Wrong. It. We stink on ice. So um, what they aren't telling us, he sees the alien that everybody knows, even if it's kind of a hazy memory. Um, the guest speaker is a woman named Beth Nada. Dot, dot. Yay! Daughter of John S. Nada. Oh, I like it because it's topical and we like yeah. cards now. So now the next day, he's the next day, sun up, sun down. Uh, he attempts to sign up for his unemployment, uh, uh, you know, his unemployment and they're like, unemployment ah, ah. benefits. That's right. Uh, he gets an error message saying his social security number is wrong. What he's inputting is wrong. Please come see them in person. I don't like that. Uh, at all. Now he's crazy frustrated, slams the laptop closed. He says, you know what? Sees the magazine. Eh, fuck it. Let me go to a free meeting. Why not? Um, he decides that he's going to go into this college and check out the town hall article. Uh, takes a look at his watch. He says... Fuck it, I got no place else to be. He heads out the door. He gets to the venue, Charlie, and he finds a smattering of, um, you know, outsider types in the audience. Including Seth Rollins. But there's... Alice wants that. <laughs> Alice, you got it, buddy. <laughs> um, but there's also a half a dozen very smartly dressed business types and uniformed officers. Huh, that's kind of weird. Um, Beth now <laughs> takes the stage. She addresses uh, the humans in the house, which gets a few little laughs. Um, oh, did I mention that um uh fucking nada's daughter is played by none other than rowdy ronda rousey oh, that's like, right that's controversial uh, so you, well for some of you <laughs> not for me though uh because she'll whoop your ass if you say that's, something different that's factual. um so she's there she's kind of doing her little smirky thing um now the shot shifts to an outside view of the venue uh, through the glass, we see Beth is up on stage talking. We're not going to give it too many lines. Don't worry. Uh, she's talking to the crowd. Um, a uniform officer, however, leans over conspiratorially to, oh, a, son of a, to a fucking college security, which never they wouldn't talk. Why would they be talking? <laughs> afterwards, director's cut. <laughs> afterwards, a few of these basement dwelling fans they line up to meet her because she's kind of like a celebrity yeah. by proxy. Um, one, Probably one, has a good podcast. One separation, uh, the, you know, removed. Um, so George, like, I got again, no place to be. Yeah. He joins him. He's at the back of the line. Once he gets directly in front of her, 
she makes casual conversation but she's also looking over his shoulder right she got like a thousand yards there she leans in and asks him why are they following you now we're gonna cut to a busy bum Wow. A busy diner counter. I don't know um, why I love shit like that so much. Like that was enough for me to be like, "Here's some money." <laughs> like what's we're gonna, halfway there. What's gonna happen? Um. So now they're at this very public place because, in effect, they're kind of being surrounded where they were at the college. She's, you know, fact, we'll get the fuck out of here. Um. So, uh, so now we're now at a diner counter. Um. La 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 la. So he tells her basically what happened to him the day prior. Oh, they call me in, they shake hand me, this and the other thing. Um, and she connects the dots. She's like, you know, these blue faced fucks never left, right? Like, they've been playing us like chumps. Can that for please to God be a quote? That, it, it's, it's a quote. Is it's that quote. the one quote? It's a quote. Um, you know, these blue faced fucks <laughs> never left, right? They've been playing us like chumps for decades now. My dad gave his life to expose them, and this world has gladly swallowed a poison pill. Meanwhile, they are just biding their time. She grabs his hand. She hands him a small black case and says, Yay. They, they, they follow me everywhere, but I'm too much of a known commodity to just disappear me. You don't have that luxury. Go here, though. Take this to my uncle. Maybe you can actually help us. Um, coordinates are in the case. La, la, la. Once George gets back home, he's like, hmm, okay, that's fucking weird. Uh, on foot, since none of his plastic seems to work, he sees from across the street. He didn't get there yet. He sees from across the street, Jack booted police are streaming out of his apartment building, holding boxes of his oh, shit. shit. He's like, oh no, that's not good not at all. Collectibles. So he's like, fuck me. Now he opens the case and he finds some very familiar looking sunglasses. Yay. He puts them on. He ducks behind a parked car. Uh, he's like, fuck me. All those cops? All blue face fucks. Blue face fucks. Um, Can this be is, they live too? Which is, which is the, the, when the action figure line comes out, that's going to be that particular blue figure. Fucks. Blue Love face it. fucks. Um, so he ducks God, behind we'll the fucking thing. So much money on And he's it. like, oh my God, whatever the fuck. And then he notices there there are like set coordinates. It's not an address. It's like this fucking string of numbers. Oh, fuck me, man. <laughs> Um, so we can work that in. So now he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he's kind of like trying to put two and two together. All of a sudden, one of those blue faces, they pop in from the car. He's been sodded. Ooh, feet don't fail me now. He fucking takes off, beats feet. Um, and now we're going to, what's going to follow is a, a foot race slash bike chase through the streets of New York City, Amazing. including Central Park. Lincoln Center and the Museum of Natural History. Um, seeing blue faced aliens all over, he loses his pursuers and finally gets in the clear. He passes by an Army Navy store. It's like coordinates. He dips in really quick. He buys a new jacket uh, and a GPS. He punches in the fucking coordinates of the of that that Beth uh, gave him and uh, for her uncle. And uh, he sees, oh fuck, it's right in the Bronx. Let me head north. All right. So he checks his numbers <laughs> no, once again. No, no. There it is. Um, so he confirms, like, he, he does what he's got to do. He gets to where the coordinates indicate he needs to be. It's a fucking tall, it's like a like a tall, poor res- sweaty man. It's a residential building in the Bronx. It's like, oh, we better get this quick. Um, he confirms he's in, in the right building. He's looking. I was like, fuck, man. I don't, know, I don't even know who to ask for. Like, who, you know, who the person's name is. Um, and now we cut to across the street. 
there is a, a hooded figure watching him from across the street. Probably and a blue faced fuck is what an, uh, most people would think. He's an outdoor he's in an outdoor chess park, right? He's a thinker, not a thinker. So uh just as our boy George gets to boy George gets to the <laughs> buzzer board, he's like looking at the he's like, I don't know fucking know which one. Maybe some of these coordinates are our apartment numbers. Um he sees he feels a fucking hand on his shoulder. He's like, you he turns around and he sees the grizzled scowling hoodie yes, face yes oh frank armatage amazing my niece says that you need help come upstairs so it is our boy frank from the very end of they live amazing. you're like hmm but i thought he died wrong wrong frank did not die at the very end of they live he you, uh, that's your best he muppet went, christmas carol thank you very much. <laughs> um uh so first of all if, if i'm gonzo yes if i'm uh, Rizzo, just for the fact we're at the top but go on <laughs> both the top we go higher <laughs> um so once they get to to into frank's bronx apartment uh, he then explains how it is that he is alive so we're not gonna be like oh and somehow frank survived no he's not the emperor <laughs> somehow Palpatine. frank lived unbelievable um no he lowers his hood he shows a nasty decades old scar above his Sick. temple um he's like she couldn't shoot for shit uh and um he's like yeah i look like i was bleeding like a fucking stuck pig but you know with everything that happened afterwards they just consider me collateral damage and i never got any shit for it but i've been uh, in effect living on the down low ever since um his space uh his his apartment is strewn with own computers uh space equipment boxes of the special glasses like boxes boxes of them nice george tells frank what a big fan of his he is he watches his videos all the time um and he's like how did these old bullshit computers even get on the dark web in the first place he's like don't worry about that somehow palpatine uh survived <laughs> somehow the internet uh, returned yeah, exactly it's called the underweb um so he first goes uh, he goes oh you like my walk uh you like my videos though huh uh yeah yeah, yeah i do i did did you really watch them though tapping the glasses he keys up the most recent video the one that we saw at the very opening of the movie and it starts like we're like oh fuck, i'm gonna watch this again except that our boy George puts the glasses on and now the video is completely fucking different. My man Frank, in effect, is using that technology to humankind's advantage now. So if you're in the know, you're like, I want to get some actual legitimate good information. You got to have them glasses to really watch ah, those videos. And clever. It's what not a clever like, usage. Right? I'm saying. So now... Imagine the ad campaign I could do. It's exactly... Um, Get, get your fucking special glasses at McDonald's now. So so now it's really just like a scroll, like the beginning of Star Wars, but without bum, uh, John Williams music. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh, well, we, we will use the space. We, we music. break for no one. Um, so he he watches. He's like, oh fuck me in the ass. Um, so so tentatively he puts the glasses back on. Um, the screen is basically a scroll of info. George now George is reading out loud because he's a little deep ditty. Um, <laughs> the shot now is showing what George is narrating. So in effect, we're not showing, uh, we're telling and uh, showing. A little bit of both. Um, so he's narrating it. You know, like a movie picture. <laughs> exactly. Um, so in effect, like what uh, what really happened immediately in the aftermath of They Live, the first movie. Here's the short version. <clears throat> Once the cover was blown, the alien seemed to disappear overnight. Secretly, though, they met with all the major world leaders in their mothership. Uh, a secret accord was made and the aliens relocated to orbit on the dark side of the moon. 
If I can't see you, you're not there, right? Except that they still had that influence over what was happening on Earth. This is fucked. Right? I know. Uh, in effect, they said, you know what? There might be more of these fucking terrorists in the near future. They doubled their human-controlled efforts and then doubled them shits again. Back on Earth, humankind was celebrating their perceived victory over these foreign invaders. Flags flew That's from every front door. Uh, slowly but surely, though, people moved on and refocused to the minutia of their small lives. Kind of like in the, I was imagining the aftermath of 9 11. You yeah. know, like flags after every fucking door. And then just one to go month away, after month, then yeah. a few months later, a few later. Thank you for, in the middle of this fun podcast, bringing up 9 11. You're welcome. Thank you for that. You want to talk uh, about dead babies or anything? Just to laugh a minute. <laughs> fuck, um, fuck. So, so they're celebrating their perceived victory. Slowly but surely, they kind of moved on. They moved on. Now, as that happened, as that every man for himself attitude really took yeah. back over. Meanwhile, the alien is like, "Fuck these peach bitches!" Um, they, they pushed <laughs> even harder for the Earth eventual takeover. In the meantime, um, you know, basically, in our uh, uh, what we're doing to our to ourselves, they just kind of like nudged us. Land-based transmissions were replaced with multiple satellites. And secretly, even the aliens' physical presence starting to get amped up. Like four times as many aliens were now on Earth Amazing. because, like, we're we're coming back, we're coming back, we're gonna get them. But now a satellite, not some fucking random building in the middle of LA. With tears in his eyes, George asks Frank, "Is there anything that can be done at this point?" Frank responds, "Not unless those satellites go offline, uh, and, and it has it has to be done from that ship." I'm too old. I've been collecting this shit, but you know, um, if only there was just somebody younger that has some to, young, some, some Jack Grizzle, young, young British motherfucker that has something better to do this time than uh, he needs Venom movies. He needs real questionable tattoos, <laughs> basically everywhere. Oh, uh, let he gonna he's gonna enter a fucking martial arts MMA contest and just, win it. Yeah. All right, sounds good, buddy. Um, but that all being said, it has to be done <laughs> from that ship, and I'm too old. George looks at him God and says, damn. These they they've they've I wanna mouthfuck this movie. They've, they've ruined my life already. I'm dead already. Oh, uh, what a good line. How do I get there? Was that not a quote? You're just spitting that shit out. Frank smiles and he holds up a watch from the original movie. Huzzah! So now he's we cut, he's suited up. Frank is uh, uh fucking George's. Uh he's suited up in like 80s era hodgepodge of US. Japanese and USSR spacesuits. George preps him for his trip to the mothership. Frank gives him a Desert Eagle. We're pistol. going to space. We're going to space. It's <laughs> not even fucking Fast and the Furious. Um, he he gets him all geared up. Then he hands him a Care Bears backpack. George's like, what? What's this shit? Worst case scenario, baby. <laughs> Once now he's transported. If you're familiar, if you guys remember. Uh, open up an alien wormhole, and then Captain Marvel came down. I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I fucked it up. Um, but it did instantly transport people to the fucking alien mothership. Frank still has it. Um, so now our boy George, I'm gonna keep on going with that. He's transported into the fucking mothership. Now he's got the spacesuit on because Frank wasn't sure about the, the yeah. proximity. He's like, maybe it's gonna put you outside this ship. I don't fucking know. Um, you don't but, need to explain cool fucking. <laughs> You have dark. I just want to look cool. Yeah, John. So, uh, John, this is a They Live sequel. I don't <laughs> so, think. So he does end up <clears throat> inside the ship, and obviously 
hijinks ensues. If we're going to borrow from music, I want it to be the Scooby-Doo fucking music. Either that or the Benny Hill fucking yakety pack. <laughs> he runs through one door, runs out another door, the aliens to chase him. I fucking love it. Uh, um, but yeah, hijinks ensue, resulting in a cat and mouse game on the ship. George is just looking for the control room so that he can disable the satellites. Meantime, he's got a Care Bear backpack on his back just bouncing around like a motherfucker. Um... So that he can disable the, the shits and fucking remind everybody <laughs> what's going on. Um, so now... You 3,000 words and you're just like, the yeah, shits. The shits. I'm uh, fucking paraphrasing. <laughs> right out of steam. Now, eventually, he <laughs> ran out of thing too. They, they, they do catch him. Like, oh, fuck. They've got him fucking cornered. Oh, Care Bear no right place back. to go. Care Bear stare at uh, that motherfucker. Uh, um, realizing he's in a no-win situation, he resigns himself to making that ultimate sacrifice. He fucking spins the Care Bear pack, uh, the Care Bear backpack around, and he's got, in effect, what is a briefcase nuke oh, fuck. on him. So he's like, it's a one button fucking uh, one button situation, and uh, like you see it in his eyes, he's resigned. This is what has to happen. It's an immediate outside shot. It's like we're on the surface of the moon now, and we're looking up at the spaceship, and silently the nice fucking huge, ex- you know, nuclear explosion. In space, you don't hear shit, um, and uh, um, we see the ship silently explode. Uh, we cut to the lights on multiple satellites as they're in orbit on Earth, and they just the lights just wink out there in effect, dead fucking, literally dead in space. Uh, we cut now to the alien facade back on Earth, falling away. You're looking at a cop one second, it's a blue-faced monster the next. All the fucking billboards in Times Square, uh, fucking drink uh, Inca Cola, obey, you know, uh, marry, reproduce, like all the fucking signs, but on a tremendously larger scale than what we were familiar with in the original in LA. Um, these signs are visible everywhere. The surviving aliens on Earth now look like what they really are. We cut to Frank and Beth. They're sitting together in the chess park outside his building. They're just kind of looking around, real satisfied. What's next? Asks Beth. Uh, moving his rook on the board in front of him, Frank answers. Now we really get to work. Oh! Black screen, white across the board in that very familiar Obey font, but inverted. Frank and Beth will return in We Live next summer. We're setting up a franchise, ladies and gents. This is not just a return to form of what Mr. Carpenter gave us so brilliantly. This is taking that entire, uh, that that entire, um, fucking canon and breathing new life into it. And um, we're keeping it going, man. It took it took decades, but we are going to see it to its completion. This is not just yeah, a sequel. Sean, this yes. is the middle movie just of a trilogy. Oh no! I knew we had the money. money. Oh, is, I know we had the money. This is not even. This isn't even a question for me. I Fuck yes. First and first, mostly. Uh, I, I don't know if you put together this pitch before or after. Uh, the World Tree, because the because the fact of the matter is the balls to kill off fucking pretty boy. Uh, it is just tremendous. I love it. I can't wait for everyone to die in part three. The pat on your back uh, makes total goddamn sense. But, John, um, the only thing better than what we just discussed is what we're going to do. Do you want to tell them the warning you gave me? 
Just they full, deserve it. full, fair enough. John, tell the people what's up next. Shit, next we're back here live on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube, obviously on all the places where you can listen to a podcast. We'll be talking more comic book goodness. Um, your homework, guys, this week, watch Loki. Finish it if you've started. Watch it till its end because we want to talk about that. Um, go ahead and watch uh, Gen V if you haven't finished it or even started it yet. Fucking knock that out. You will not be disappointed with either choice. We're going to be talking about both of those finales and then some. Um, we're going to go hard. We're going to go hard. You have no fucking idea because I'm going to tell you at the same time. I'm going to tell them we're going back to space for my pitch next week. Prepare yourself for in space mech action i'll let that be the tease but we are not gonna fuck around but john there's only one way we end each and every episode of u.s comics cast do you mind showing the beautiful people watching along because first we're gonna turn that power on then we're gonna turn that volume up then we're gonna tune bed marion open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky save my spice girl we are